This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast where we talk about all the joys, pains, suffering, sorrow, fantastic joy that is the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno, and with me today, Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido Fresno. And Maya Solano McDaniel, third cute and student at Aikido Fresno. And it's 4th of July, it's America's birthday. It's America's birthday. Happy birthday, birthday, America. America. And we're, and we're, we're recording a podcast. So if you hear fireworks in the background, uh, don't be surprised. Don't like, be alarmed. We're don't okay. be alarmed. Yeah. yeah it's not gunshots. Fine. It's fireworks, I hope. Everyone's fine. We'll see. So we are here. Um, we got a message the other day from someone. They had a specific question, series of questions, that they uh, thought we could maybe uh, delve into or they would like to hear us delve into. So... Um, we're going to do that. In other words, he took pity on us and gave us a topic yeah. to talk about. But in a really <laughs> awesome way, because he didn't just go like, hey, talk about. Oh, yeah. He, he, he wrote, broke it down. Yeah. Dude, yeah. dude had some thoughts, and uh, we really appreciate it. So, um, so uh, his name's Matt Bennett. Thank you so much, Matt Bennett. Um, Matt. <laughs> he messaged us and asked us uh, to do an episode on key. Um, which Where is? Where's the key? Where's, where's the key? Where's the key, man? That was the question. <laughs> um, so uh, and it's actually surprising that we haven't done something on key yeah, yet, considering that it is a pretty important part. It's of, right there in the name. Uh, it's right there in the name. Right there in the um, name. Path of. And he even sent us a whole little uh, write-up of this. So uh, he's stellar, uh, stellar fan. He's five stars for this guy. <laughs> um, so um, I, I don't know. I think uh, just like the last episode, I'll probably just run down the points a little bit, um, and then we can kind of address those different things. Let's just go point by point, so just do. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Well, they all kind of run together. So um, let's yeah, but let's I think start it... with the the main thrust of the the right. what okay. he seems to be wanting to know, which is if Aikido, if Ki is such an important part of uh, the martial art that is right there in the name. How come we don't talk about it more as a community? Right. I think that's his, yeah, basically his overriding question the overriding was, theme, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, so question one was basically, um, you know, you can't spell Aikido without key. So why aren't more people talking about key and kind of its more spiritual aspect? And um, you know, on what he he says, his the sentence says. Uh, beyond brief mentions of the spiritual foundation, which seem at best ignored and at worst put down. Um, so let's go ahead and go delve into that, actually. Okay, I mean, we, we can go a lot with that. So um, the Japanese word ki, I mean, the first problem you have with it is if you don't speak Japanese, then uh, what does that word even mean to you? Um, and then you've got to understand how the word's being translated for us. I think that a good translation of the word ki is energy, like we use the word in English, and it's commonly translated that way. Um, and what it's saying is it's giving you a very general description of something that's happening, right? So in English, when we use the word energy, right? You know, uh, maybe Josh said this earlier. Maybe I eat a bag of Cheetos to get some energy, right? Maybe I flip a switch on the wall to get some energy. Maybe the power plant makes energy. Maybe, gas in your car. Yeah, right. So yeah, gas in your car gives your car energy. So um, in English, when we say the word energy, basically what we're saying is something's happening. Some kind of action is happening. Um, and we're being a little vague about what's making the action happen, um, but something is definitely happening. And, and I it's think, usually a, uh, some sort of transfer of uh, power of some kind. Right, right, yeah, like yeah, something's uh, happening, like yeah. an action's taking place. Unseen 
to right. us at least. Right, right, right. So like when you flip your switch, the switch in your house and your lights come on, we'd say, oh, I turned the energy on or, you know, the house the has energy. Yeah, yeah, you right. say that a lot actually. Yeah. You know, like, oh, we don't have any energy at home. Right. You know, like if the power yeah. goes out, so, oh, we don't have any energy. Um, and, and what that's saying is like, you know, whatever it is that makes that happen, you know, it's like just kind of vague, whatever it is that makes that happen, it's not happening right now, right? It's kind of a fill-in word for concepts that we, something's going on, but we don't know quite Right, what right. Like if you're feeling bad, you might say, oh, I'm kind of low energy today. Right. You know, I'm pretty low energy. And you don't know exactly why. You know, maybe you didn't eat enough. Maybe you didn't get enough sleep. Maybe, you know, who knows why. But your energy, whatever it is that's making action happen, is low. Um, and, and, I think, and that could be, that can definitely be physical. It could also be emotional. It could sure, be spiritual. Sure, sure. It could be, uh, yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's kind of a, a fill in word. For yeah. I, I just don't things. have the energy to pay attention right now. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I mean, that's, that's definitely uh, a way we use it. So, um, uh, I think that's a good place to start with what key is. And I think the Japanese use the word key very similarly to that, um, which is, you know, something that we can't exactly put our finger on is happening. Um, and something's definitely happening, but we don't know exactly what it is. And so the kanji for, for ki is rice, which is, you know, it's the, the staple of the diet in Japan. So it's saying, you know, what gives us fuel to keep going on. Um, and then specifically what's happening is there's energy coming out of steam coming off the top of the rice. Like that's what the kanji is representing. And so like so I tell you. it's literally the, like a little picture. Of it's a little picture of, it's a picture of rice. I mean, the bottom kanji is rice and then some wavy lines coming off the top, which uh, represents steam coming off the top of that. Wow. Uh, and so when I tell that to the kids in kids class, I say, you know, um, is steam there? And they'll be like, well, yeah, you know, sometimes we get some arguments about it. And it's like, oh, you can kind of see it. Um, if you put your hand inside it, you can definitely feel that steam's there. Uh, and so, you know, generally they're like, oh, yeah, th there's something there, steam. Um, and then it's like, well, can I put it in a jar and take it home and then open it up later and it come out? And they laugh at me, you know, they're all, no, you can't do that. And so, like, that's that's the kind of energy we're talking about where it's, it's abstract in lots of ways. Something's happening, but we don't exactly know what it is that's happening. So when you hear the word key, that's what we're talking about. Something happened, and we may be not exactly sure what it is. And then uh, different Aikido styles try to flesh that out a little more, and they tell you what they think it is, and they, they focus on that in different areas, right? So, and that could be, you know, body dynamics, body alignment, how we make power, how we pay attention, how we perceive someone paying attention to us, how we interact with action. Um, there's lots of different things that could be that, um, but that's what we're talking and, about. And there are specific, there is a specific style that is is based on key. I mean, right. that, that, that that is the thing. So right. if you were to, and uh, my, I think you studied yeah. this for a while. Mm -hmm. um, it's very key forward. Right. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, you, that's it, what they'll talk about. And the key tests are the testing material. There's literally, so like, um, from, I don't know, I did, I, uh, I did key society, um, Aikido for, I mean, I guess three years, like really lightly. It was college, so I wasn't terribly focused on it, but it was what I was doing. Um, and literally like along with your regular tests where you're testing on, techniques and, and stuff like that, you're you're taking separate key tests where you're literally just, there's a few different exercises that you focus on that are testing your key, um, you know, and it's mostly like, you know, your body alignment and uh, you, like practicing being stable and, and strong and that kind of stuff. Um, and they're, you know, they call them key tests. And so you are 
practicing being able to pass those tests, you know, having a relaxed body, having a aligned body, uh, being able to move when you need to move and be strong when you need to be strong. Um, so there's literally a whole style to do that. Um, and I'm, I mean, I'm, I only experienced kind of the beginning of it. So, um, so there's definitely like, I would say it is a big part of some Aikido, but not, not all. Right. And some Aikido, I think kind of steer away from it, yes. uh, because there's the, 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 it has connotations that come with it that are, you know, more, right. and he actually makes this, I think in, in his second point about yeah. the, the spiritual kind of side of it. Um, and I think some schools, maybe for them, that's a, a turnoff or something, or, or they just don't want to delve into it. Um, you know, yeah. um, and so that's maybe why some schools wouldn't want to put a focus on it, it you know? Yeah. Let's get into that actually a little bit more. So his second point has to do directly with that, which is, um, I think I'm just going to read it because it, I think it describes it better than I could. Um, which is the second thought relates to the first when I read art of peace training the samurai mind and other Aikido or related works They place the spiritual aspect of the practice front and center in a beautiful way that provides a deep context for what I practice in class Plus there is a beautiful shrine in my dojo in Denver and so much Buddhist Shinto representation um, We even have a Japanese museum open up in our dojo yet no key. So he's kind of saying um, We have these presences of like, you know uh, a lot of I mean Every dojo has some sort of showman with, you know, different aspects, spiritual, spiritual representation. representations. Yeah, right. um, Got the but, little spirit house, whatnot. Right, exactly. But it's <laughs> the spirit house. Uh, but, you know, not every dojo is talking about it front and center. Um, and like you said, I think it's kind of triggering. Uh, I, I, I hesitate to use the word, but like it is kind of the talking about the spiritual aspect of it is sketchy for some people and i think we've even talked about it on this podcast um i don't know if this listener in specific has listened to those podcasts before we've kind of touched on that but it's questionable i think to a lot of people just because um the way that it's been talked about the spirituality of aikido has been talked about in in the past um especially like in the 90s and that kind of in that spiritual time in that time New age movement yeah Yeah. very like it, it was a fad like it was talked about kind of like in a very particular way that is kind of turns a lot of people off now well, and i think uh that there it's like there's the one or the other it's like it, it you it's martial or it's this other thing right and right. so that's where it comes in right you know it's right. like well we're gonna kind of not look at this because we're we it, this is a martial art as opposed right. to you know and he actually talks about later about tai chi um and there is something that that is uh, focused on on key, but it's not a martial art. Yeah. Let's come back and talk about um, the Tai Chi when we hit point three here. Um, real quick, I want to say that like um, it's important that you clarify for yourself how this word is being used, and and then once you've clarified for yourself how the word's being used, really attempt to understand how other people are using the word because. Um, some schools, like like you know what Maya is talking about, like a key society school, when they're saying the word key, they're not really talking about spiritual aspects at all. Um, what they're mostly talking about is physical aspects, um, ways to use the energy of your body, right? So the ways to use the alignment and gravity and um, you know uh, 
these without talking about any technical terms, like just ways to use your body very physically. Um, and then you could also talk about ki as a manifestation of spiritual energy. Um, and uh, what, that's referring to something different. And, and in my opinion, more of what Aikido is talking about is related to that. Um, and I wouldn't go as far as to call it spiritual, but I think Aikido is working a lot with intent yeah. and um, uh, more potential energy than kinetic, right? And that's a weird way to say yeah, that, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but more what someone's about to do than what um, is actually taking place right now. You know, and like Yuishiba said, uh, you know, that before they would attack, he would see this little light come out of them. And that sounds really mystical and fancy. But um, having experienced this kind of thing myself, I think it's just a really simple way of saying you get this feeling about something um, that is kind of hard to put your finger on. And you're like, ah, this is the time to act. This is the moment to do something or they're about to do something. Um, and so that's what I personally work on more with my key in Aikido. But really both are legitimate. And mm -hmm. so clarify for yourself. Are you talking about spiritual practices or are you talking about physical practices? And understand that different schools are, are emphasizing those differently. I think it's really hard to talk about because it's one in the same, you know, to me at least, the like the the spiritual way to talk about it and the not so spiritual way to talk about it, at least the the non-physical stuff. Um, that you know, the the like seeing the light or understanding what someone's gonna do before they do it. Like it's to me it's being really connected to the world around you. You know, like being able to read a situation and, and being present enough to understand the little way that someone might just start to move or the, where they're looking before they attack right. or the way that their hand moves back before they punch you right. or whatever right. it is. Right. Like there's little things that we're or able that to feeling that you get at the base of your neck. Right. Exactly. That lets you go, oh, something weird is happening. Yeah. Right. Someone's staring at me. Something, something weird. Yeah. The yeah. pit of your stomach, like something's happening, you know, and like. Or the opposite, the feeling of like, oh, everything's okay now. You know, that feeling of like just inner peace because right, like right. you're safe now, whatever that is. Like that could be, you could talk about that in very spiritual terms. And like personally, I, I choose not to, but I think that it's one and the same. Sure, The absolutely. language that you use is, is the only difference. And I think that the problem with using the more like spiritual language is that becomes very confusing to people. Sure, like, absolutely. If you're not 100% clear about what you mean and 100% clear about what they mean, it is just confusing. Right, and I think like, I don't know, we've talked about this many times before, like the, you know, comparing it to like talking about magic, you know, like it's very similar in that like- Magic with a K. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what we're talking about, magic right. with a K. <laughs> Didn't mean to With a K or with a Y or with a CK, uh, like- Go on. <laughs> Not what David Copperfield does, but the other thing. Right, right. like it's, it's all, you know, is it real? Yes. Also, I mean, this is you said this before we were recording. Is it real? Yes. Also, not the way that you think. Right. And so, like, I think that's that's a really great. Like, I couldn't say it better than that because it's, it is it is exactly what you think, and it's also not what you think. Yeah. Um, and and like I said, the language is confusing to me, and that's why I think a lot of people shy away from using that super spiritual language because it's um, it doesn't help make things more simple. It helps make them more complicated. And some people like it being complicated. Yeah, I mean, it comes down to, again, if you're a pragmatist or a mystic, right? If you want to be mystical about things and you want to, and you're like, this guy, you know, I think he's saying he likes some of that. And I mean, I like that too. So I mean, there's no no down against it. But he's referencing things like the Kamiza, the, the, the shrine at the front of the dojo. Um, and he's talking about like these kinds of spiritual things, these, these things that um, 
you connect to on a other than intellectual level that you really like and, and enrich the practice for you. Um, and in that sense, you know, using the a word like key is really good. Um, but it, if you're trying to get to the bottom of something, it's not such a good word to choose. Yeah. I mean, if someone told me, you know, like, uh, oh, you know, uh, I got a lot of energy or something, I would probably, if I want to know more about it, like, what kind of energy do you mean? You know, like, right. you know, like if I was training with someone and they want a bunch of fights and be like, what are you, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, I got a bunch of energy. You know, if they said that in Japanese, it sounds awesome. You know, I got a bunch of key. But like, you know, I got a bunch of energy. I'd say, oh, what do you mean? What kind of energy do you mean? Like, are you taking drugs or are you right. eating right or are you <laughs> sleeping more? Right. Because I want, to, cause I want to do that too. Like you're winning fights. I want to do that right. too. And I think like, I mean, you know, with, sorry, with the shrine stuff, the like, you know, having the showman and all that, like that does invoke a very like kind of mysterious, but like exciting quality when you walk sure. in the dojo and you're seeing the showman in all its glory and, you know, all the weapons on the wall and the mat and, like, it's... Very conducive to training. Totally. And that's why schools have pep rallies, spirit rallies, right? And we've talked about this on the podcast like, before, like, but like, before a football yeah. game or a basketball right. game, whatever, and uh, they get everyone in the gym and they play a bunch of music and they play some fun games and the cheerleaders dance and people do silly things and everyone's like, yeah, we love our school. And then when, when you go to the game, you're in a better mindset that everyone's cheering really loud and all the players are excited. Right. everyone's behind him and that does something very real um who knows exactly what it is i mean i'm sure some biologist could come tell us or you know a psychologist come tell us but it's doing something very real that's getting them going i know? mean it's just like um when we do the masogi like going to oh, the yeah. river ritual purification yes yeah. um when we Purifying go to the river when we, when we go jump in the the waterfall there's something about it that like is totally feels purifying like we're all there together we're in this amazing like looking at a waterfall it's very inspiring and there's you know we're in nature together like it's very like it's a bonding experience it's uh exciting it feels like something like for me sometimes i need to do something like that i feel like i'm hitting the reset button you right. know like i'm kind of able to start over if i'm having a hard time in my life or something like that um i feel like it's a way to refresh and i feel like you know, it's the same kind of idea with talking about key. Like it's, you know, it's the, the way that you choose to talk about it. I mean, Misogi's kind of has this mysterious kind of ring to it, right. you know, but like, it's very real things that we're talking about. Sure. Um, and Which it's, is you get into freezing cold water and your body <laughs> freaks out. And if right. you can train, if you can uh, handle that, handle that and train yourself to get through whatever terribleness it is and come out on the other side, you have accomplished something. Yeah. yeah. Totally true. Yeah. And I think on this podcast, of course, we tend to be a little more on the, like, we want to talk about, we want to figure it out, we want to, you know what I mean, figure out what the words for it are, and, and you know, we tend to, like, towards the practical or towards the Pragmatic. less the less mystical side of it. But I think that, like, none of us feel like the mystical isn't interesting or exciting. I think we have a total appreciation for that, totally. while at the same time trying to figure out as much Move as we can yeah. about it. Right, yeah. right. So what's what's point three? Point three was uh, he was moving on. He was actually talking about uh, tai chi. Tai chi. Yeah. Um, so he he talks about um, about going to tai chi classes a little bit. Um, that he had you know he'd gone to a few beginners classes and um, that they they really don't make any uh, like they're not apologetic about what they're doing at all. It's very much like this is a moving mindfulness. It's not a martial art, but it's a very like playing with with your energy and how you're um a, like that's moving through your body and um 
he sees trying to contrast that to like the, the the handful of new people that would come to Aikido classes compared to all the people that he would see in the Tai Chi classes. And um, he he's just saying that he feels like Aikido is kind of missing, um, missing out on that audience of people that would go to like a Tai Chi class um, looking for that kind of spiritual slash mental slash physical, you know, amalgamation of things together in one class. Um, and, and he, so he was basically saying, like, why won't Aikido kind of put that for that foot forward? Yeah, why wouldn't they say, why wouldn't they go, hey, we're all about key, come, right, come we're train all about, with us. come train with us, and we'll teach you to be awful. Right. But I think, you know, that is what they did in the 90s, right? I sure. Mean, I mean, so that was they a, did. a bigger tactic. They did capitalize in the 90s. Um, and I think, you know, we're, we live in a different world, and those, that, those ideas aren't, I think as appealing they're to not as most appealing, people. They're not as popular now. Now um, most people want to know, like, um, some dude tries to come get me, can I deal with it, you know? Right. I think it's a pendulum swing, you know? Like, I mean, that's basically what you're just saying. But, like, the 90s, you know, we swung to that edge of, like, talking more on that spiritual side and talking about, um, you know, using crystals and alighting and, your... your uh, chakras, chakras and yeah. stuff like that like that was a big deal and so now we're kind of seeing the pendulum swing to the other side if you'll notice on lots of like on reddit and a bunch of other like conversational sites like people talking about you know why is it martial enough why are we not doing this that and the other like bjj or like mma or whatever right um so i mean but the it, truth is you can have both i mean you know if if you train it right you will get both you you can and you will get both so it you don't have to pick one or the other you know it, it's it's i mean it's just such a sticky wicket like so uh I so i say that exact sentence <laughs> i uh so i trained with tim cartmel uh tried chinese intro martial arts and brazilian jiu-jitsu with tim and, and tim lived in china for 12 years and studied uh, chinese internal and he said when he came back to the united states he started teaching taiji and uh uh he was thinking of it like they did it in China for martial artists. And he said, yeah, you know, there's old people who go do it in the park. But really in China, if you're doing it as a martial art, you're, you're wrestling, basically. Mm -hmm. You know, you're throwing each other, you're wrestling, and you're doing hard physical practice. And he said when he came back to the United States and advertised that he was teaching that, people would come expecting to do, you know, standing yoga, old people in the park, Tai Chi. And, uh, and then they were kind of upset that he wasn't, showing that you know and it, right. it bothered him you know like because that's not what he learned as taiji so so to him it was like uh, i can't teach you guys what you want mm -hmm, really mm -hmm. you know and and i don't know if tim's teaching any chinese internal other than in privates right now but when i was training with him he was definitely headed more towards doing brazilian jiu-jitsu because more physically active people were into that mm -hmm. than were into you know classical chinese internal and i think you know when he first came back to the states he kind of had this idea that like Oh, you know, a lot of people are going to want to do this, but there had already been a shift starting at that point where the people who wanted to do highly physical martial arts weren't interested in that as much anymore. Right, and were, so yeah. they were interested in MMA and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And, and because Tim is the kind of guy who's very interested in pragmatic martial skill, he was like, oh, well, then I'm, I enjoy working with those things too. And it, yeah. he started to gravitate more towards that, you know. Um, but I think this is an important thing is like to our listener – He's saying, you know, like Tai Chi puts it up front and center. 
And it does put it up front and center, attempting to attract the people who are most interested in that. And if you're having a a, a, a martial school, I kind of hesitate to use that word, but um, yeah. a more martially active school, you're probably going to shy away from it a little bit because you want more physical, physically active people coming in, and they're going to be less interested in. And it occurs to me that some of this that we're talking about just in general gets back to one of the things that we talk about in general across all of the podcasts. It's the running theme, I think, is Mm -hmm. that as a uh, community, as a market, we're not 100% certain what we do and who we are. That's right. Um, so when yep. he says, you know, when he's talking about Tai Chi being up in front, it's because that, that they know what they they are, and we're not on the same page, right, about that. And I think, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess I, this came to me right now. Like, I think Aikido is having a little bit of a midlife crisis. Yeah, I think it's exactly like yeah, it's, it's totally crisis. a midlife crisis, and and. I think we're all double worried because we look at other martial arts and go, oh, well, they've got it figured out. Why don't we have it figured out? But the reality of the matter is you literally just said someone who went to, you know, went to China and learned Tai Chi and came back and it was not what other people thought. So there was dissonance there. Sure, absolutely. There was like a, 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 you know, not just a homogeneous um, understanding of what Tai Chi is, you know, that was as a perfect example of it not being completely homogeneous, right. you know, so we're not the only one. So right. it's, it's, it's okay. And this is normal for it's, it's normal. Growing up is normal guys. Right, like right, right. Th- okay. this is totally okay for us to be going well, through and, but we're in that space right, right. now. Right. And sure. what we need to do and what I think this, this, uh, topic is starting to do and our last topic is really starting to do is, um, Let's call each other out and let's talk about it. And by call each other out, I don't mean anything aggressive or mean or terrible or tell someone they're an asshole because they can't do a Sayonagi or something. I mean, like, let's just go like, hey, what what are you interested in? You know, I wrote that article, The Tenets of Aikido, you know, like trying to get more discussion going that's like, hey, what do we all agree upon? Because there is a foundation that pretty much everyone does Aikido will go like, oh, I like these things. Um, And so then once we hash those out, we can go, okay, how do we improve that in the community? And so, like, this, this key talk is a good subject to right. talk about. Right. Yeah, and it's it's ongoing, you know, and there's so right. many different facets of it right now, and it's not a bad thing. No, it's not, not a bad, bad at thing all. For, yeah. for there to be so much In difference. fact, if we're going to grow up, this is what we right. have to do. Right. And I think a lot of people are upset because they think we should have grown up, you know, right. 20 years 20 ago. Years ago right. but, but we didn't. I mean, but honestly, we're a pretty new martial art. Very new like, martial art. You know, within the last century. Like, that's normal right you know? like, but there's a lot of sensei worship and a lot of like oh my sensei knows everything and he said so it must be right. xyz um and we've got to get over that and we just got to go okay it's time to talk now like grown-ups right. and, and figure out what we want to do and honestly if it ends up splitting into a couple martial arts that's not horrible either you know right i mean it might be hard for some people to go this you know because people will say this is aikido no this is aikido at some point are going to diverge so completely that maybe there there are two different Aikidos right, and one's right. got to get a new name. You yeah, know? we talked about that on the, on the podcast. <laughs> so you can go back and right. look at that podcast. Um, but I mean, I think the short answer to that question is we're not putting it up front as much. Um, well, some people are putting it up front a bunch. Right. Some people are not putting it up a bunch front. Uh, up front a bunch. Um, and you can kind of tell what it is they're interested in mostly, whether they right. do or do not. And then maybe some just shy away from it because it's like, ah, it's a hotbed. Let's not talk about it right now. Right. And then his last point I thought was pretty interesting. And and interesting because um, it's something that I think that, like, we totally agree with, which is, like, key is real. Like, it's real. 
Right. You know, which some people I think would argue, not argue about, but some I mean, everyone would go, it's real, but some people probably go, yeah, it's real. Uh-huh. You know, that kind of with a <laughs> wink and a nod. Um, but he's saying that, you know, science, he's kind of bringing in the fact that, like, science has proven that these things that we kind of attribute this spiritual whatever to are actual physical things that are happening in the right. body. And they're right. beneficial. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. Um, so he, he's... He says that, so here, I'll just read it. Um, he says, my final question came from my area of expertise, psychology and neurobiology. Key is real. Our bodies are bioelectric systems and our technology, fMRIs, for example, show the flow of energy through our brains and bodies. And health insurance now covers acupuncture. Yogi and the knowledge of chakras is mainstream. Tai Chi, yoga, and other moving mindfulness approaches are now proven to, to be evidence-based practices in psychology for the treatment of addiction, PTSD, and pretty much every other mental and emotional condition. As a trained therapist, Aikido could really help people not as a primary primary treatment, but as a supplementary practice to increase overall psychological health. And I totally agree with this point. I think, like, um, you know, uh, we've talked about the spiritual aspects already, so I don't necessarily want to go back into that. But the truth of the matter is, it's good for us, mm-hmm. you know, beyond the, like, learning how to defend yourself or whatever the case, but it's mentally and physically and emotionally, spiritually, whatever you want to say, it's good for us. Being part of a community is good for people. Shocker, I know, and we, we don't think that much, but yeah, being part of a community is super good for people. And Aikido Dojo is a community. Joining that community is good for you. It will also get you physically moving, which is good, good for you. Right. Chemically, electro, uh, neuroelectrically, uh, this is gonna be good for your body. You're, you're going to appreciate this. It's gonna be good for your mind. It's gonna appreciate this. It gives you something to look forward to and achieve. This is something everyone needs, right? Whether it's that next Q rank or getting a good high fall or whatever it is you're working on, that will help you. So all these things are super good for you. Um, and I, honestly, I think like saying the word key is more confusing than not, right? So like, you know, if I say the energy in the body, I mean, maybe I mean a chemical energy, maybe I mean an electromagnetic energy. Um, uh, but when I say the word in- energy in English, we just kind of go, oh, it's something like that. But when I say the word key, we right. suddenly right. start to oh. go, oh, there's another right. kind. There's, right. It's not electromagnetic and it's not chemical. It's this stuff, key. Right, right. right. And that's right. a different right. stuff. Right. But it's and, not. Right. And which is what he's saying, which is which is what I think is great, is that like, and this is where we should be, where it's like, we can agree that, they, that they're the same thing. You know, that it's like, um, it's magic and it's also not magic. Right, you know? right, right, right. Um, it totally is magic and, and you can, you will experience it as such during times of training, because I have. Right. But it's also not. Right. You know, it's also 100%. It's normal stuff that happens all the time. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and I I love to use this analogy, but it's like, you know, if I tell you, I I give you this little pebble and you, and you put it in the ground and you put this special water on it and it will grow into a magnificent tree. And it's like, whoa, that's amazing and magical. And it's also biology, right? right? It's also a seed. Yeah, Yeah. it's a seed. And then (laughs) it's going to grow into a tree. So it's like, it depends on how you want to interpret it, but it is very magical that Aikido has this effect on people, makes them feel better and also very normal. And I think too, like, it's, it's like a placebo effect, you know? So, like, I think it really does have those effects. But it has those effects only if you're putting putting your all into it. You're putting your intention into it. I don't know. My uh, coworker and I were talking about uh, addiction rehab the other day. And um, we were talking about how uh, the, the local program that we have, 
it's it's gotten very good reviews for helping people with addiction rehab and it's um we've also heard that they don't actually really even talk about drugs or alcohol or whatever it is when you're in the program they're just helping you eat three meals a day they're helping you sleep regularly and not sleep you know eight hours during the day you know they're helping you like work out and figure out what your triggers are and you know go into your emotional relationships and your relationships with your friends and family so anyway we're talking about like how it has nothing to do you know like they, they just get you in and they you know are putting you on the correct course to be a human being but it only works if you're into it right if you put your all into right. it and you're right. you're there for it you know right. like right. And so right. like it's real and it's totally tangible that these things do help people but it's also a placebo in the fact that you have to believe that it's working and right. you have to put right. your all into it in order for it to get anything out and I had someone tell me a, a client tell me on the phone I've been through it before and it didn't work because I wasn't into it but I know if I went into it again that I would mean it this time and that it would work because I can tell that they have right, my best right, interest right. at heart. I think placebo is a little bit of a tricky word I understand yeah. exactly how you're yeah. using it but it's like um, it's like nothing will work if you don't give to it 100%. Right, yeah, maybe that's you know, not the How many the right kids word, but... go to school and don't learn math right. because they don't pay attention right. in class. Now they right. were in class, they were sitting there, they didn't give their all to learning math, right. so they didn't learn math, right. you know. Um, and that's kind of the thing is like you do have to be completely engaged and you don't have to be completely engaged in a false way like believing, you know, a magical kami, a magical god is going to come out of the sky and do something special for you. You don't need to believe that at all. All you need to do is go and give your all to Aikido training and it will do those things right. for you. Right, totally. No, I think that's 100%. You know, it, it is uh, magic and it's not. Uh, it uh, You can get everything that you want out of it without having to, you know, so if you just go and show up and give it your all, you're going to get that that magic spiritual thing, you know, whether you yes. know it as such. Um, yeah. So, anything else on, on this, the, this thing? I mean, I, I hope that we sort of hit on some things for him. Yeah, it was um, good. It was good to talk about. Um, but I think it is good, and it's interesting that we've never talked about it before, but I think the reason that we've never talked about it before is because we just look at it as an assumption of like, yeah, duh. You know, yeah. like, it's there. It's real. We do it. And, and everything that we do, I feel like, in training is based around that. Like, so there's not really a need to point it out or talk about it because it's just it's built in right or at least in the way that I see it so it's like yeah I don't need to go like oh we're training because it's everything that we're doing right is based on is based on it um but yeah. that could not be true for every school and you know it, yeah it could be that maybe we do or maybe I personally do need to talk about it a little more and go like hey <laughs> here's the thing that's happening between I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, two people it definitely, there. like, I think it's a super good point that he says, like, it's literally in the name, so yeah. why aren't we talking about it more? And it's a good point. Like, I, we don't talk about well, it Well, and, much, I, and I think it also gets back to, and again, these, these are the themes that run through all of uh, our podcasts, but we have a uh, preoccupation with the techniques. And if you're mm -hmm. just doing techniques and looking at the techniques, it's hard to get this stuff out it's it's more difficult to get this stuff right. out of it if you think the whole goal is to go right then it's harder to get this out if you're just doing ikkyo right. and trying to perfect your ikkyo you know the that little energy thing is happening like this and you you know you're not you might be missing something so yeah i think it's a good point yeah, yeah. the more that you can create those 
live situations, whatever that is, even if it's not a hundred percent live, you know, I someone mean, running at you with a bat, like our solo solo training uh, episode, I think, talks a lot about this kind of thing. Even if it's not someone coming at a bat, but something live. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I mean, I guess that's really what gets more at it. And that's, I guess, why we feel like we don't necessarily need to talk to it, talk about it because we, we, we're trying to we're, do we it more, constant. you know, yeah. we're trying to like facilitate, even if there's those smaller moments, like giving those moments more of a voice where it's like, it's alive, do something, you know, right. instead of just like, all right, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, this is you, all the steps you're going through, you know, like giving it a chance to you have to move with the moment, whatever that is. Right. You have to read what someone's doing or what two people or what three people are doing and work with it. Like that would, that's an I key moment. That's a key moment. I you think know? what you just said right now and what Josh said earlier is a perfect example of this. Like you said, you've got to be ready to move with that, whatever it is. Right. And that's why you can use a vague word like key because it's like whatever it is. Right. And, and it could be, that's what we're trying to blend with. Things. Right, like right. before we came on, uh, I was talking and I was saying, well, you know, key could mean this and this and this and this and this and then as i'm listing these different things that you could mean by key josh is like yeah and our goal is to work with all of them and that is the goal of aikido it doesn't matter what the energy is what the key is what the vague idea is we're going to work with it that's the idea in aikido is we're going to try and create something that fits with that energy whatever the energy is yeah 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 it's a really good topic i'm i'm glad that he sent that out yeah. Um, yeah. And again, because, you know, I think it is probably something that's on a lot of people's minds, knowing that, like, yeah, Aikido, we break it down and, and, and we know that, like, oh, this is the thing. We know it's energy. You hear all the time, using the other person's energy against them. Right. But how does that even, how does that exactly that work mean? or what does that mean? So. Well, and, like, I feel like, too, like, it, it might be good just to raise your own awareness on, on key whatever that is whatever you want it to be in your daily life you know whether it's on the mat or off the mat having those like those key moments those eye key moments like where you're like oh wow like that was something that was what i would call key you know spotting that looking that out like paying attention to that um i think is it it could be informative for you to figure out what does it mean to me you know or where is it happening and how can i facilitate those moments when i'm on the mat when i'm off the mat um wherever so good all right right. got that one um and thank you thank you very much um matt bennett matt bennett thank you matt bennett for that uh that topic suggestion and if you are sitting at home right now or in your car or wherever Mm -hmm. and you've got a burning question on your mind that you'd like to hear us talk about please send it in because um sometimes it's hard to come up with topics yeah although next week next week we're gonna be talking about a timmy a timmy and i like to call you say uh yeah a timmy a timmy and aikido um, and we'd like to thank our Patreon. Oh, yeah. Let's oh, get yeah. to our Patreon. So our uh, Patreon sponsors, thank you so much. We really, really appreciate Super it. Super appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Um, we were talking about it just, uh, like, the other day. Like, uh, it's kind of amazing. Yeah. It's great um, financially to not have to worry about that. I mean, you know, like, so there are other things we got to manage when we're going to be able to get together. The three of us are very busy people, so when we're going to be able to get together. And as you've heard many times, sometimes it's real right. quick for right. a meal. Right. The other day we almost did one in the car because it was like <laughs> we decided it wasn't safe. But it's like sometimes it's hard to get together um, to just talk about this stuff like this. Um, and then also recording and editing and getting it up. So it's nice to not have to have the financial responsibility Another, yeah, yeah. of paying for it. Right. Plus, um, it's nice to be have the potential of getting some new equipment. And also, it's just kind of a morale booster for us. Right. Like uh, the other day, we were looking, we we're like, hey, that's great that these people want to contribute to us. So we super appreciate it. Right. That it means enough to someone 
to put something up and say, right. hey, this is, you know, this means enough to me that I'm going to give you, you know, a dollar, ten dollar, whatever. Yeah. That, That's that, awesome. That really touches me yeah. a lot. It's yeah. super appreciated. All right. So what do, who do we got? Um, we're thank Today we're thanking Grant yeah. Templin, Warwick Dean, Matt Riley, Jim Sullivan, Lenny Acuna, Urbano, Rob Kitson, and John Smith. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, guys. Really Super appreciate it. it. Um, and then also, if any of you guys listening haven't heard already, um, you can follow us um, on Facebook at Aikido of Fresno. That's our dojo. Um, so you can look us up there. And that's probably where you can send us a message if you're interested in sending right. us a the question or just yeah. letting us yeah. know that you hate us or love us or whatever. The you can leave heck. comments on these tracks, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. You can leave comments on SoundCloud as well um, or wherever you're listening, um, you know, you can follow us on a variety of podcast yeah, formats platforms, now. Platforms, iTunes, pretty much all of them. Um, yeah, whatever your preferred platform is. Um, and if we're not on it, then we could probably get right. on it. So, so let, let us know. know. Yeah, yeah. Sure. let us know. Uh, and, and subscribe. That really does a lot for us, you know. And that way, you get you'll get it as soon as it's up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, it just makes everything easier for us. You don't got to yeah. track it down. So. Also, uh, sorry if all the episodes all the episodes are up they're not in order oh, like no. when they come up in the itunes feed and all the other feeds they're not exactly in order so i apologize for that I, i'll there try and figure is out. a playlist on soundcloud that has them in order if you want to do yes. that yeah so if you're super interested look us up on soundcloud and you can definitely find us all of our episodes in order um yeah find us on instagram aikido fresno um, it's pretty episodic though, except for there are a couple two parters, but mostly they're episodic. Yeah, so, you know, most of not, our podcasts are episodes. Yeah, uh, here and there. Um, so yeah, I think that's everything. All right. Thank you yeah. so much, guys. We Talk really appreciate you guys. it. We'll see you next week. Happy Fourth of July if, if, you're, into, if you're into that kind of thing. This will be next week. Um, out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or if you're right. in Germany. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. Take care. Thanks. It's the end of our broadcast hour. Oh, we should go watch Fire. You've never seen that.